Bank Safety Podcast with Vance and Bart. Have you seen scanners? Like at Office Depot? <laughs> no, that's where I get scanners? my passport paper. What it, scanners? Is it a is that a film? Yes. It's a reference to uh on uh Wayne's World. Cause uh when Wayne gets fired, the camera focuses on Garth and he doesn't he's not cool without Wayne. And he's just sitting there, nervous, doesn't know what to do. And they're talking about when the guy's head explodes in the movie Scanners, up in the booth. Ah, yes. So it's a double reference. I think that is a, uh, yeah, yeah, it is a double reference. Something you should put on the list. The movies to watch. Scanners. Scanners (laughs) and Wayne's World. Yeah, I think you have to watch Scanners first so you get the reference <laughs> in Wayne's World. <laughs> Just for that scene, you watch the whole fucking movie. Or is it you watch Wayne's World first and then Scanners? Well, you'll just laugh about the joke in Wayne's World later? I'd like to pull the audience here. So for all of our listeners, if you were to watch them in any particular order, would it be... Scanners, then Wayne's World, or Wayne's World, then Scanners? We'll uh, come back to that at the end and uh, bring the results to uh, the listening audience so they can uh, make their decisions. Because we do we Speaking, do everything democratically around here. Yeah, we get uh, everyone who's registered to our party to vote. Yeah. Because this is, this is a... This is a film watching primary, right? <laughs> it is. It is. Speaking of films. But speaking of the end. Yeah. Uh, as in what we'll do at the end. It is the end of the year. Oh, that's right. 2021. Remember 2020? Like, ah, oh, good thing that one's over. That one fucking sucked. I remember it being so funny thinking about like November, December, in 2020, everyone thinking that like everything was just going to expire. They're like, Oh man, come 2021. Everything's going to be fine. Good. I'm, I'm like, what have you done differently? Well, they voted Joe Biden in. I forgot about that. Yeah. They did. Yeah. And remember it, like the norm, the normal was coming back to the office of the presidency. So like everything was going to get better and normal and life. It was like, it wasn't going to be so divided and controversial anymore. How crazy is it that people have been back to work since like May of 2020 <laughs> and they're still like, yeah, but don't visit your family on the holidays. Hey, did, did you stay away from your family on Christmas? Not intentionally. <laughs> yeah. I actually just told my kids to go downstairs to the tree. I was staying in my room all day. Oh, you were quarantined. Yeah, I was just like, fuck y'all. I got it presidential 
uh, papers. That's that's better than a doctor's note, dude. Stay away from your family. What do we think 2022 has in store? Do you have a uh, new year, new me all lined up? Well, I think we're going to get back to the normal. Everything's just going to go right back to the way it was pre, like, it's going to be like 2018 again. No, not at all. I don't think that at all. Um, I, I, fuck, dude. I don't know. I think, I think it's going to get worse. How, how much worse? I don't know. I think whatever totalitarian shit the government's doing is just going to get worse and worse until it has no power because I think I've referenced, I know I've referenced this many times. I think, I think now we're getting close to that. We'll bring into today's topic that, that point where the people who are liberty minded, let's call it evolution. uh, And we'll get to why that we'll call it evolution in a minute is getting close to that 10%. And that we need to really move things forward, get the masses to follow. And I think the totalitarian state sees it, feels the, they're losing control. The illusion is failing. The curtain's being pulled back and they're kicking and screaming. So, I feel like it's just, it's going to get worse until it breaks up a little bit. And then I think it'll get better because whoever is in power will see they're losing power and they'll try to, you know, step it back to regain, to gain, you know, to, to hold on to whatever power they have left. And it's like very similar to if you're up in New Hampshire and you see how the, the police treat the people up there. They treat them a lot different than they do in like a very totalitarian place where they're like asking for paperwork for five-year-olds in Applebee's or something uh, in other places where in like New Hampshire, they really don't F with people because the people there are, are right on the verge of just getting rid of them and having private, you know, <laughs> having a private security force so like they know not to push push it anymore so i think it'll it'll get there eventually but i I don't think that'll happen in 2022 (laughs) i mean i would love to be proven wrong on that one but but your hypothesis is that we are trending in that direction it sounds like your take is not the cynical one that all of this authoritarian activity is a response to people wanting more authoritarian no government it's it's in fact the opposite in that people are moving more toward liberty and this is the state's response yes that is that is um my take i think that when the people are compliant with the state the state tends to 
just say, hey, I would like you to do this. And the people do it, you know. The only reason why it's gotten to this point where they're trying to force through, you know, they're holding down mentally challenged kids with police officers, guns, and jabbing them with things uh, is because we're not saying, yeah, go ahead. So then what do these last couple of years say to you about how easy it is for the populace to comply? Well, I, I've had my, I've had my doubts. I've had my, I've had my sad times and my dark times, but I just remember that if we aren't making noise, if the state isn't responding to our liberty screams, we're not doing anything. We're not winning. The louder they fight back, the more we're pushing them for. We're we're pushing that front line. And they're screaming louder and louder. If we're not pushing that button harder and harder, they're not going to make any more noise. So I have to remind myself a lot, of, a lot of the time when they're screaming on social media and the TV and whatnot that this is them kicking and screaming. They're being children because we are winning. Because they wouldn't have to do that if we weren't. It, that it brings me back to my happy place that I realized we only need 10% and we're getting there. Like we're getting a lot of people who are halfway there now. I mean, a lot of the people on the left are very against the mandates. Now a lot of people, you know, uh, uh, was, what's that really famous, um, journalists, very left, guy like socialist guy but he was always he was was always showing how the trump russia collusion was bs glenn greenwald yeah you know he people are starting who shunned him are starting to be like you know he's right on the covid shit and Probably right. And they're starting to like read his shit about they're coming around on the Trump Russia collusion thing now. And um, I know a lot of lefty social justice people that I used to talk to before Trump was president, because after Trump was president, you really couldn't talk to these people, but who were really on board with uh tesla um what's his name elon yes. musk god i'm bad with names thank you for hitting up all the names for me um and elon musk is saying things like you know just the, the more government gets involved it's just reallocating resources to their friends and taking it away from the productive people 
But he's saying stuff like that during press meetings now, you know. It would actually be better if they just got out of the way. I mean, I'm not going to lie that it's kind of funny that he's coming out like that now. You know, when the when the government, when the people up at the top were kind of on his side. I don't doubt that he felt that way, but he wouldn't say it. You know what I mean? But now that they're so against him, he's willing to say it. I'm not going to talk shit about the guy because it doesn't matter when you say it as long as you're saying it. So, Thank you. Well, I think it is a bit ironic given his comfortability with a decent amount of lobbying and tax credits. But I think there is something to that, the idea of squaring the ability to rage against the machine while being part of the machine in the same way that you should take your Social Security when you get it. You should absolutely take advantage of any welfare, safety net, anything like that while you can, even if you inherently disagree with it. I don't think you're being a hypocrite by doing that. No, as long as you're doing the right thing with it. Like, if you're taking your Social Security and you're investing in Bitcoin, I mean, you're destroying the machine, man. Like, or you're, if you're taking your Social Security and working under the table... I mean, that is agorism. I mean, that is awesome, dude. You're taking it back, what you had had to give in when they were giving you the taxes, taking the taxes away from you, being that that dollar is worth a lot less. But still, you're, you're taking something back. And you're working under the table, man. That's fucking punk rock. As long as you don't vote to continue that social security, shit like that. That's where that's bad. Is where when you rely on that and then you, because the state has gotten you there, and then you are, you vote to prolong that evil. And that's what they count on. But if you're doing it, and you're doing it under the table and you're fucking the system, I mean, more power to you. I love you for it. Well, and it makes it an easy case to set up an us versus them for the quote-unquote rich because you can say, oh, look at all these rich folks. They don't pay any taxes (laughs) because of the loopholes. And I can't think of anybody who just decides to pay extra in taxes every year as opposed to going through whatever loopholes or whatever H&R block or... Yeah, I mean, they have it set up now where... Now, this was before so many people's eyes were open to the evil of the state. But I remember people, uh, some of my leftist friends, talking shit about H&R block for taking a fee. For getting the money early. And I was like. Are you fucking kidding me? Like, all this goddamn money was stolen from you. And then you're going to. 
You're going to bitch about like the company who's, you know, trying to get some of that back from you, taking a fee for something for a service. (laughs) Well, again, the problem shouldn't be with the fee. The problem should be with the underlying problem because H&R Block or or whoever is going to be lobbying to keep those things complicated. So they need to continue to exist. It's the same with the, the, loopholes don't be mad that a rich person is taking advantage of a loophole be mad at the loop right exactly don't hate the player hate the game and i think that's one of the things that we see with uh lobbying is that there are evil corporations who are doing wrong but don't try and fix the symptom which is the early fee or Mm -hmm. whatever because let's even just take let's take it all the way to a grand assumption, which I know you won't be in favor of, but for the for the sake of this, let's say that some amount of tax is acceptable and some amount of our income would be taxed. H&R Block should either be way easier and cost nothing or be embedded into some sort of government institution that calculates and tells us at the end of the year what we owe or should receive back. The fact that they have been lobbying for so long to ensure that the tax code continues to be complex and become more complex year over year means that they continue to have an industry to run on, whereas even other developed nations have figured this out. Well, we can actually blame... I mean, let's not... Let's not uh, forget to point fingers at at ourselves, and we can point to our beloved Friedman for that. You know, the fact that they take out our income tax before we receive the money has allowed this to get so complicated and so out of control, and because you don't have that symptom of, uh, all right, we raised the taxes. Now you're going to give me X amount more dollars every month that you had. Uh, And it's allowed this to get so complicated that now we're having to hire. I mean, honestly, there are attorneys that go to school what do they go? Eight years, right? What is it? Let's say let's say two or three in addition to whatever their core is. So, you know, in the states here, we do four, six. usually have an undergraduate of four, but okay. in Europe, it might be three. So let's say let's say six ish. All right, at least close to to six figures, probably in uh, student loans at that point, right? <laughs> oh yeah. Um to only no tax code. Like the, if you have an attorney and you have some sort of complicated business, you're going to have to have multiple attorneys because they only specialize in one thing cuz they have to go to school for that long to only know this little part because it's so fucking complicated. And they they love that. They want to advance that. Uh, they want there to be more laws like 
mandates and things like that. Because that's more things that they get to write things for and companies pay them to write a whatever, uh, an HR policy or, you know, whatever, right? It, and it just expands that market that doesn't need to be there. It's a, it's a government, it's a government created problem. That there's a huge expensive market for. It doesn't have to be there. That's an expense to every business. Large and small. That doesn't need to be there. And it's and it's one of many. I don't think it's anywhere near the only one oh, either. Yeah. I think we talk about government jobs, but we don't really get into the millions and millions of jobs that are not necessarily government jobs, but exist only to serve some regulatory requirement or compliance requirement, or they're an outgrowth of the government, or they need to be a human and can't be automated because of something that the government Mm -hmm. has put in place. And yeah, you're right. Uh, Tax attorneys are certainly a big piece of that. That's a topic for another day. I'd like y'all to think about that. Uh, Our listeners, think about the job you do, especially if you work, if you're not a business owner. A business owner sees it a lot more clearly, especially a small business where they're really connected. But if you work for a company, think about the fact that what you do and how much of it or something you're required to do is to help somebody whose job is to comply with a state mandate or a state law or tax law or whatever and follow that because it'll branch off into many more and uh write us about it or put it in the comments or whatever uh but pre 2019 I went down a little rabbit hole we were talking about earlier that talked about the theory of evolution in in mankind. <clears throat> so the theory goes, let's just the baseline, uh, many of the papers I wrote, read in books just kind of went along these same lines. A long time ago, we were living in forests and jungles and deserts and whatnot and ice ages and you know wherever right and it was tough like you kind of needed that whole it takes a village to raise a baby kind of thing was a little bit more um true because of medicine technology and you could imagine if you got sick with a cold you could possibly die you got a family and whatnot like you got to rest and somebody else goes out and hunts that day and shares with your family. So the idea was our brains and our, we were, we developed like this tribal uh, instinct to want to be accepted by members of the tribe, no matter how silly, stupid it was, you got to put a bone through the middle of your nose and like, you know, 
hang from these hooks by your nipples when you turn 13, you know, like to be part of the group. They were like, they accepted it because they wanted they you don't want to be kicked out of the group. Right. It's a small price to pay as compared to being no longer a part of that communal family. Right. So people did silly things like, you know, hanging by their nipples and, you know, putting gloves on with ants in them uh, that, you know, sting and bite you and whatever. Right. (laughs) Um, And it's, it was, I mean, we could look at it today. Fraternities do it with hazing and whatnot. Right. And, it was a survival instinct and it was, you know, it became part of humanity. And then as technology has grown, uh, leaders have had to resort to more subtle ways of getting us to comply with silly things. Because that part of our brain has become lit. This is where some people start to some of the theories start to develop, uh, separate here because some people think, Oh, this, that's how we are. That's how we'll stay. And Liberty can never, even though it's the best thing, it'll never happen because we're tribal and we'll always be that way. I don't really fall into that camp. So I'm not really in. I accept that there's people that say that, but I'm not staying there. (laughs) So uh, other people have said now that, you know, they've had to become a little more subtle, a little bit more manipulative to get these things out of us. Uh, we, we're evolving into a person who doesn't rely on a central power. We realize that like, as long as we have our baker who can bake our bread and like we all just kind of specialize in our own thing. We can we can thrive without anybody with a bullhorn anymore. We don't need that anymore. We don't need a glue holding us together because just the fact that we interact with each other on an economic level has it holds us together in a peaceful way with nobody taking from us. So the as our brains are evolving more and more people are born in this kind of atmosphere it is moving us more and more towards the 10 percent threshold that we talked about earlier where if we have 10 percent of people who are really devoted and truly believe in liberty and are leader type people and pushing us that way the people with the tribal brain will follow and i believe at that point people are born in that atmosphere the evolution will happen faster because it's the more and more free the atmosphere is that the people are born in the more that is bred out of us and i think that uh liberty can only win liberty will win as evolution happens as technology gets better as medicine gets better as we get better Liberty is on the way up. And I think that that is why you see the state in supposedly 
the freest nation in the world that was, you know, founded upon that idea becoming so tyrannical is because we are winning because that government is realizing even as subtle as they've been, they're losing control. So now they're, they're panicking and the fact that they're panicking and hurting so many people is only waking up more and more people. <laughs> so, I I don't think you're necessarily conflating them, but there are two things I just want to make sure that we do keep separate and parallel here is that there is this communal division of labor and specialization, but the other side of that is self-reliance and I think you can still have proper division of labor and communal responsibility and still be self-reliant so I I don't think this means that everyone I I just want to make sure that I'm articulating your point correctly I don't think that you're proposing that everyone be a generalist and everyone know how to do everything right not even a little bit no i'm just talking about uh the idea of a bullhorn and somebody telling you whether you're in or out is is becoming a non-existent thing it's becoming something that doesn't need to be to use some uh pretty modern language uh there's a lot of current talk about grifters and I would say the state is a pretty big grift right it's recognizing the fact that everyone wants to be part of the group everyone wants to be a part of the community and if you just decide that you are the one who tells everybody what they need to do to be part of the community now you're in charge so that state that bullhorn that you're talking about that's the biggest grift of all Mm -hmm. but i think again it's it's really important that we make a distinction because there is value in that tribal mentality it's not that we want people to be so individualized that there's no community because if we're talking about evolution and the rate of evolution Mm. and the rate of growth it is because we all have separate responsibilities so that people can specialize. I don't have to reinvent the wheel every time. So there is this collaboration that happens in a community that can be voluntary as opposed to forced. Right, and that's the part that's being... I think evolving out of us is because back in those times, it was a leader. It was, it it was small tribes, right? there was a leader and you didn't want to piss off the leader, the elder or whatever, because he knew there wasn't books. You couldn't learn outside of the elder. He was the oldest. He had to tell you, what other people had learned before, you know? Um, And this was a big part of it. This was, 
where the power that corrupts, right? You you're looking at that person to tell you what happened before. He's telling you what happened before enough that he's still in control and but the power the technology, the power of information, the power to find out things that the state, the most powerful state it's ever existed doesn't want you to know. You can find out today uh, if you're willing to look, right? Um, that power has destroyed that. And, and I think that we are evolving away from that central authority. I, think, I, I don't think that the tribal thing is the problem. And I don't think that we're evolving out of that. I think that we'll always be like, you know, my family is more important to me than you know my neighbor's family my neighbor's family is probably more important to me than the family down you know a couple counties down from me because i interact with that person it's that's the tribal thing right there's nothing wrong with that that that, in a free market that's a that's actually a plus because you can count on that to to be a driving force for you to make a product that that affects the entire world in a positive manner because that'll make you become wealthy which brings wealth to your area being your neighbor you you whatever <clears throat> so it's not necessarily the tribal thing or the communal thing that is the problem as much as it is looking to control your community or your tribe. I think that that is, I honestly think that people looking for that is, is being, is evolving out of us. Being willing to accept that is evolving out of us. I don't think that that people looking for power is really... I think that power is just kind of like... People looking for power, I think a lot of that is... And it's at least in its beginning stages before they get the power, is just looking for a safety net. A way to, you know, solidify their spot in the world that's why socialism and shit like that was so appealing to people who already owned or i'm sorry socialism was so appealing to people who were already at the top of the government because oh shit like all the people who are moving up who are close to us in their wealth and influence we'll be able to knock down even with the peasants and then we'll there'll be a huge gap in them getting to be as important as us and we'll be on top it's a preservation thing a lot like the minimum wage that's why companies are always the ones who actually push for the minimum wage to be uh, raised big companies they want to knock their competition out. It's the boogeyman that we often see 
as the scapegoat anytime we start pushing against the state for things of inequality or anything similar because the rich or the corporations, yes, they are problematic and yes, they can be evil, but the power that they have is entirely due to the control and the persuasion and the power and the connections they have with a state that controls us. Correct. Yes, rich people will continue to be powerful even without the state. Yes, companies will be powerful even without the state. But those things would decline over time if they're not in service of the people. Whereas now, Mm -hmm. rich and or large companies can stay in power even if they're not serving the people because the state has decided as if they are the people that you are serving them. Right. Exactly. Yeah, you're right. It, it, the, the competition is gone. Therefore, there is no reason to service the people. There's only a reason to service the state to make sure the competition cannot reach them. So they can put more and more money towards lobbyists, not towards development of new technology to service the people. <clears throat> but I like this idea, and I, and I don't know that how I feel about the evolution thing. Like, I, not that I don't believe in evolution. That's not what I'm saying. Like, I don't know how accurate it is, but it really fucking makes sense. Especially to the people who I've read that are saying that we are evolving towards not needing this. And the the scare is that if a state can throw us back into a poverty, like a poverty, impoverished world with no like beacon, that they can slow or stop that evolution. That is scary. But because I do think there's something different in my brain because the ideas of liberty were always in my brain before I knew the philosophy. It was always what I was looking for. So... This might feel a little bit circular and a little bit of the chicken or the egg, but I don't think that we're actually evolving to become more liberty-minded so much as we are evolving to need things like the state less and less, and because we as a people are evolving to also become a bit more self-aware and a bit more enlightened, those are things we recognize and notice. I don't think inherently we're becoming more preferential toward liberty. I think we're evolving our society to need less state oversight. Uh, Yeah, I I agree with that. I I don't think that we're evolving into libertarians. I I don't think that's what's happening. I just think that there is something different in me than I saw that I've seen in my parents um, that I've seen in other people. And there's something that I recognize in me 
that I saw in other libertarians that I met when I was really young before I knew what that was. And even though I looked at them as weirdos, like I, I looked at, I looked down on them because I remember the kid, his parents were libertarians and I was just a little kid and he didn't have a TV and he was homeschooled and it was illegal to be homeschooled back then. You know what I mean? Like, and he was a weirdo and I looked down on, I liked the kid. I I liked hanging out with him, but I didn't like other people seeing me hang out with him. You know what I mean? Like kind of like we're talking about, right? Um, yeah, he's one of the others. Right. And I was kind of drawn to just the interesting things that he was doing that weren't TV. I mean, don't get me wrong. I I would not want to give up my Night Rider, my fucking Fresh Prince of Bel-Air or anything. But, like, it was cool. There was something cool about, like, the mysterious. It was just mysterious or whatever. But. Um, I don't know. I just kind of, I think that there's something different in people that are drawn to this type of thought as opposed to like some people who are beaten into it where they're like, fuck, like everywhere I turn, this is the right, this is right. And this was wrong, you know? (laughs) They're kind of beaten into it. I think that we have a lot of libertarians that are that way. Like it was just like they just got sick of being wrong and they became libertarians. And I don't think that their souls in in it as much as maybe mine would be, or people like Rothbard. You know, he just you could tell like everything he, the way he looked at the world was through this lens. It's very interesting to think about it. Like, is it a philosophy that you follow or is it just the world explained into words to you? Because that's what it is to me. It's the world that I live in articulated into words for me to where I I understand it and now I can speak it. Well, it goes back to the age-old question of nature versus nurture. And even within nurture, there's the environment you find yourself in, which is a more like created society and culture that's around you, as well as like a single inciting incident, like something that gets burned into your brain. You know, there's trauma and all those other things. So. And this is a cool thing about this theory is this theory is basically saying that nurture can influence nature. It's kind of cool. It's because you can, I mean, if you follow this thought, like if more people are nurtured in this way where there isn't a central authority, it will be, it will continue and, Well, I mean, think of it as the most obvious one of sexual selection, right? If you find people who, for whatever reason, are more apt to think that way and they have 
a child, mm-hmm. that child is in some sense biologically more apt to think that way mm-hmm. and will also be growing up presumably in a home that helps guide them in that way. Right. So even if they had been predisposed to not perceiving things that way, yeah. they have a running start where others might not have. I find myself thinking about it a lot when there's not a state with their boot on my neck. I haven't been able to think about it that much this year. I would love to get back to that place where we could think about things like evolution, seastead communities and how they would work. And I mean, God, there was so much wrong with the world back then. And I was pissed about it. But damn, man. I mean, I, I like I said before, I know that we're winning because they're kicking and screaming this much. But I miss the days when they weren't kicking and screaming so damn much. <laughs> this being a good end-of-year reflection point, yes, this might be temporary, but do you think you're better off now than you were two years ago? Yes, I do. I do believe that because two years ago, at least fucking 10 or 12 people in my life, directly in my life, were statist, Republican, one Democrat, but the rest statish Republicans who were willing to pick up the torch and send their own kids off to idiotic wars for evil. And today, none of those people will do that. So, in my direct circle of people I talk to, there's at least 12 people that have come around to the ideas of liberty. So that's 12 people that when the state comes banging on my door, trying to hurt me and my children, that have my back. So then, extrapolating from that, you would assume that 2022 will be even better. I do. I do. I think I think it'll be harder... I think there'll be a lot more shitty things to talk about when it comes to the state and what they're doing. But I think that we'll wake up more and more people. We'll get closer to that 10%. You'll have more people in your direct circle that will protect you and have your back when it comes to the state. As long as you keep fighting in whatever way you want to fight this liberty fight, this whole post-libertarian thing and whatever. And half the people who are in the post-libertarian thing are just not into the whole using the libertarian party. That used to just be libertarians who didn't join the libertarian party. 
but now they're joining it with this post-libertarian thing, which is fine when it's that. Well, when it's that other thing that I was talking about, or with the with that guy who believes in, you know, people are basically love to be in pain and shit like that. That guy, fuck that guy. I don't like anything that guy has to say. So, um, yeah, he's just kind of a miserable prick, from what I can tell. Who wants to sound smart? But. There is an argument to be made for evolution not being linear, right? Is it not possible that people are becoming a bit less liberty-minded as the state is kicking and screaming, as people start complying a bit more? Does that mean that, again, like I say, evolution not being linear, Mm -hmm. is it possible that it could be... Yeah, I think I think we could be evolving into like a Neanderthal kind of thing. Like it could be like two different groups, right? That that's fine, whatever. <laughs> you know? But the but you, for you to say like you know, it's pointless try to carve out some little town and then fuck those people over with some sort of tax that's based on whatever most liberty thing you can think of and then it you know put it into a federally you know controlled stock market to create whatever interest that you think is going to fund your town that just sounds like a lot of status shit to me i mean this sounds super convoluted i'm not familiar exactly with who you're referencing but I wouldn't use them as the bar for liberty. No, and I just I can't. It's it's just a bunch of bullshit to me. Like I don't I don't I'm not against like you finding your little town and taking over the the local government and telling the state government and the federal government to go fuck themselves. Like that's absolutely fine, you know. Um, I'm not against the Libertarian Party doing shit. I'm not against somebody who doesn't believe in using any state or voting or anything, just going out and telling people about it. I'm not against a fucking podcast that doesn't do shit but bitch about the state and, uh, you know, basically some mental therapy for two Libertarians. Uh, You know, I'm not against going to watch Blazing Saddles with your buddy and then afterwards, talking about how, you know, it's funny how the state sucks, you know, <laughs> on your way back watching the movie. Every little libertarian thing you're doing is good. I don't give a shit whether you're part of the party, you call yourself post-libertarian, you moved to fucking Mexico, and you're having a badass time smoking weed and eating Ritalin. Like, that's fucking awesome have fun i don't understand why anybody would go to mexico smoke weed eat ritalin talk about liberty and then go fuck dave smith because he's using the libertarian party to get the message out that's kind of fucked up man (laughs) you know who i'm talking about you're on twitter 
and he retarded. I know what the fuck he said about that girl who was drinking and got laid. And you twisted it to make it seem like something else. And that's fucked up. You should be ashamed of yourself. Why would you fight another liberty-minded person right now? There is a fucking... The most powerful government in the world has its back against the rope and is flailing right now. The CIA is flailing to keep you believing their bullshit. And you're going after another another liberty-minded person right now? Fucking their backs against the rope. Start fucking hitting them. Dude. Jesus Christ, man. The FBI has people has people, you know, instigating January 6th or whatever it was and then like the doors are wide open for everybody just mosey on in there, you know, and then people are being held on misdemeanors for years. You can't do that. But they're doing like, these are things we should be hitting them on. We shouldn't be worried about Dave Smith and the fact that he told a joke that you didn't like. Jesus Christ, people like you don't have to listen to Dave Smith. But don't, if you're not going to fight, for liberty, but you believe in it, if you don't want to fight, if you're scared of the state, and you don't want to fight, then don't fight the other liberty people who are fighting the state. Just fucking shut up and get away. You don't, we don't have to fight each other. We can communicate with each other. We can disagree with each other and debate each other and things like that and in advanced thought. But there is no reason for that. I mean, you should be ashamed of yourself. You know who you are. I hope you listen. Speaking of going to see movies with your homies. Yeah. We've got some messages here regarding the order of Scanners versus Wayne's World. Uh, It looks like here the consensus is that you should see Scanners first so that when you watch Wayne's World, you feel like you are a part of the Wayne's World universe where you, Wayne, and Garth have all seen Scanners. So you're saying that most people have not evolved into libertarians yet. They still want to be tribal so they can feel like they're a part of the inside joke. Isn't it great that we're all better people? 